0: This is a Project Humanoid
1: Production. Wham-o. project humanoid this is murder my dude i'm bp burke and i'm thirsty why don't you get something to drink then do you have any oj i don't but
0: that's a nice tease for later it is we are uh, right now being joined by my almost 13 year old son who wants to, he wants to be a spectator and he wanted to he wanted to hear the intro yeah and how we do this
1: that's so. it now get out that's all yeah that was the intro that's it, oh, that's
0: it? yeah you can go okay. all right <laughs> Bye. Thank you. Have a nice day.
1: Yeah. Tip your... Tip your waiter. Try tip the your, veal.
0: Tip your hosts.
1: Have it's your, your host. Okay. Yeah, your thank server. thank you. All right, now we do the real intro, right? For yeah.
0: Project 2. You- <laughs> See, this is why we can't do a show, because you keep interrupting. Seriously. Go. That, that was a joke.
1: For Project Humanoid, this is Murder, My Dude. I'm BP Burke. And I'm thirsty. Yeah, well, we let's probably get something to drink then. Do hey, you have any OJ? No, but that's a great setup. Hmm. Hmm, I wonder what that can mean for later. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought that oh j- wait, it's it's going to be in the title of the episode. That's right. OJ, My Dude. <laughs> yeah, I thought that joke was killer. <laughs> yeah, it's so nice you did it twice. Yeah. Or are they not going to no, hear the first one? No, they're going to hear the first one. Get it because he was a double murderer. Yeah, 20- yeah, allegedly a double no, he, a, liable for two. Allegedly. two allegedly, allegedly.
0: There's so many cool things that came. See, look, I I know I know I'm, I'm changing my mind about things. Okay. I used to think that we should live in this like utopious environment. This ut- you know this this world where we should live in peace and harmony, and you mm-hmm. know that's what we strive for. Right. Without OJ killing, we would have never got. The Chris Rock OJ jokes,
1: yeah, think, or the think about that, or the infamous ICOJ prank call. Do you do you know about that? No, it was this guy. Uh, you know how Howard Stern always have these fans that would do like, uh, like prank calls. Okay. And eventually they would yell like "Baba Booey" or Baba something Bo- at yeah. some point. Yeah. One of the guys he only ever made two calls was I think his name was like Mari from Brooklyn, and he was a huge New York Knicks fan. There's this is going to be a sports-heavy podcast, by the way. Warning. Uh, obviously, with OJ Simpson, there's like we usually get off on tangents. When we get into the main story here, there is a, literally a scripted tangent that goes on for a page and a half. Okay. Yeah. Um. Because uh. we're going to be talking about the Eagles, and it's something we're very passionate about. But... You know, I literally was going to
0: put my Eagles hat on when I came up. I'm
1: going to put my Eagles hat on.
0: I had a, I had to a put a text in mm-hmm. to uh, my son. He's our runner now? He ran upstairs. <laughs> yeah. All right. He, he did. He just ran upstairs with it. And uh, he brought me the Eagles side. I didn't know that this was going to be an Eagles-heavy episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's going to be some e- Philadelphia Eagles content. I don't want people to think we're going to be talking about Don Henley and shit. Right. Or Glenn Fry. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to be talking a little bit about the Eagles later. All right. It's a football center. I think he's a football player. O.J. Simpson, not a Jew. Yeah. guess who is? Hall of Famer Rod Carew. He converted. he converted. Yeah, but no, the uh the call was this uh this Howard Stern fan, Maury from Brooklyn, and he only like made two uh crank calls with the Howard Stern stuff, but they were like two of Howard Stern's favorite. And during the O.J. chase, the you know the famous one with the white Bronco, of course with A.C. Yeah, Al Cowlings. The The day that happened, I think it was like April sixteenth. I forget the exact date. But that was, like, a huge day in sports history. They actually did a, a an ESPN 30 for 30 movie about it. It's the actual date. I just don't remember the exact date it was. I can look it up here. But, like, a bunch of different things happened that day. Um, it was like the World Cup was kicking off when the World Cup was in the U.S. It was um, Arnold Palmer was playing his last major golf tournament on the PGA Tour Uh, Ken Griffey Jr. was like the fastest person I think ever like to like 30 home runs oh wow and yeah there were all these things and then at the very end of the night uh, the New York Rangers had their uh, Stanley Cup parade after they had won the the, the cup for the first time in like 50 years the Rangers and at the very end of the night there was the NBA finals it was the Rockets against the uh, New York Knicks and the actual basketball game got interrupted for to for them to show the oj chase and this got june 17th it was june 17th 1994 was the day of the chase okay and this this guy maury from brooklyn called in to uh the the station that was playing the nba finals because he was a huge knicks fan and he got pissed that they stopped showing the game and he was talking about how he saw oj and like oj looked scared and all stuff and he was doing like a what would now get you quote-unquote canceled as a uh, stereotypical black voice and at the uh, at the very end of the 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 call he goes and baba booey to y'all and that was the only thing he said that wasn't like something that was theoretically possible like he's talking about how he saw oj and all this stuff and at the very end he said baba booey to y'all and the the, the people who were in the newscast didn't even know that was a thing but al michaels the sportscaster had gone on Howard Stern before and he knew all about Howard Stern. So he was like, that last caller said something in code and Dick, he like kind of makes this big explanation about how it was a, uh, like a Howard Stern call. Mm. See, so, yeah, there's a lot of different, uh, things that just happened. And, and do you and, remember where you were during the, uh, DOJ verdict? Yes. Mm. I was in school. So was I, I was, uh, Ashland middle school. I was in seventh grade. Okay. Seventh grade, yeah, 94, I would have been, or 95 was when the verdict came in. 95. I would have been in seventh grade, and somebody ran into the cafeteria, I was at lunch, and said, uh, he well, he said innocent, but he was found not guilty. Yeah, I remember, spoilers, <laughs> in case you didn't know, uh, O.J. Simpson was acquitted. And we'll get into a lot of that later. Yeah, I was in math
0: class, I remember that. Yeah, I was in lunch. So I was at... At Academy Park, uh, the high school, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if
1: I was in 8th or ninth grade. Yeah, I was in 7th. I had to be in 8th. Yeah, I was in 7th because, yeah, by the time I got to 8th grade, it was back at the middle school. I didn't go to high school until 1997. Yeah, I'm trying to remember, like, you sure you were in 7th grade? I might have been at the very end of 6th grade, but I think I was in 7th. Ninety five. 95, the fall of 95, the year, beginning of 96... Wait. No, because I would... I, yeah, 95, ni- 95 and 96, I was in 7th grade. 96, 97, I was in 8th grade. 97, 98, I was in ninth grade. I started ninth okay. grade in 1997. Ninth grade, yeah, 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 right. So, yes. Because we ended up being in the same grade. Yeah, for
0: a few weeks. Two weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: But I, bef- okay. before
1: we get into that whole OJ thing, I think there's something else we need to do. What could it be?
0: This week murder! <laughs> I'm thirsty.
1: Should get some OJ. I don't know. How's your uh, blood sugar doing? Are you, could you drink OJ right now? You know, I haven't really been testing it. Oh, well, that's good. <laughs> it's always good to ignore stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. What's going on in the news today? Arrest made remains found in death of 20-year-old soldier. Major General Scott F. Eflant. The senior commander at Fort Hood has confirmed to the media that dismembered human remains found near the military installation belong to Vanessa Guillen, a 20 year old who went missing back on April 22nd.
0: Is that how you say name yet? Because it's a Spanish name. Right?
1: Yeah, well, I, it might be Guillen because there was a like an accent on the end. And oh, okay. I, I didn't put it in because I just typed this out. Right. It might be. I, I went with Guillen because of um, Ozzy Guillen. He was the manager of the Chicago White Sox. Gotcha. So that's how I gotcha, when I see that know. name, I automatically think Guillen. But it man. might be Gien. That's Gin's fine. Uh, Gin's disappearance was immediately suspicious. Uh, she was a soldier on on the base. Her car keys, her ID, her bank card, and her barracks keys were all found in the uh, in the uh, the basically the, the the bunk where where she was stationed on base mm. and before going missing, she had told her family that she was being sexually harassed by a sergeant who had had similar reports from other female soldiers dismissed. And there was a little bit of a thing because her mom wanted to kind of go forward with it, but she didn't want to. She said she could handle it. I guess she didn't want any blowback on her mom. I don't know what to do with her mom was. Um, and But what happened was back in April, a witness saw Gian enter another armory. She, she basically ran an armory on the base. And she went into another armory that was run by Specialist Aaron Robinson, also 20, to confirm serial numbers for weapons. It was the last time anyone had seen her alive. And the last text message she had sent to Robinson, who told police that they had gone over paperwork on a machine gun that needed servicing, was to Robinson. And then Robinson was also seen moving a large box on wheels and loading it into his vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, he then contacted Cecily Aguilar, 22, his girlfriend and the ex- estranged wife of another soldier. The remains uh, that were eventually determined to be Guillens were found on June 30th. The next day, Robinson shot himself. So July 1st, Aaron Robinson shot himself. And Aguilar has since now been arrested. She was arrested this past Monday the 5th, or Saturday the 5th. And she is being accused of helping Robinson dismantle and hide body. Wasn't Sunday the 5th? Sunday was the 5th, yeah. Yeah, I meant to say Sunday. And she's being accused of helping Robinson dismantle and hide body, which was cut up, burned, and mixed with concrete. Hmm. Yeah, so this is like kind of shining a light on... Sexual harassment in the military, which is a big thing. And a lot of it, even when it gets reported, things aren't really done about it. And this is a, a woman, only 20 years old, didn't feel safe. Uh, she said she couldn't sleep. Like, she was just, like, always on edge, on base, and she wound up dying. So why did she die? She was murdered. Why, though? Uh, nobody knows, because... Uh, like Cause the, he shot himself. The so. exact motive went to the grave with him, yeah, unless yeah. there's, like, a plea deal and the uh, the girlfriend knew something about it right but yeah nobody knows for sure yeah
0: it it, it could have been like a rape thing yeah and you know a lot of times that happens like you would serve less time you know if you fucking like if you rape somebody right and then you get arrested for it you're going to serve less time obviously than if you murder the person because like you know we talked about this before they think that they're just
1: eliminating any evidence right They're, they're just trying to get away with it period yeah but Like, obviously, that was the guy's plan. He didn't want to, like, because once it came out, like, oh, I'm going to get caught, he shot himself. Yeah. So his thing wasn't, like, and, and again, if you're doing these things, you're not acting in a rational way. Because might, it might have even just been an assault. Like, it could have been, like, an attempted rape. You don't know exactly what happened. Like, and yeah, all of it's bad. But he wasn't thinking, like, well, I'm only going to serve X amount of years if I do this. But if I do this, so, yeah, I'm going to go to jail for life. He's thinking, I got to get away with this. I need to get out of this situation.
0: All right. On to the next one. Uh, and this sounds like some real dumb white people shit. <laughs> Women dies in accidental shooting. Boyfriend claims she told him to click gun at her.
1: The caucasity of these people, right? The, the what? The caucasity. The ca- Have oh, you ever the, heard of
0: that? No. Caucas. The caucas- like, it's like- I, don't, I don't get down with that. It's just it's so you're, you're perpetuating more racist shit. When you do that, like, when we say Karen and Susan, like, oh, look at this, Karen. So, like I said before. What about when you say dumb white people shit? It's a joke. Okay. Like, I'm I'm making fun of that. Of, like, when people say right. dumb white people shit. But this is really some dumb white people shit. This is shit. a very dumb white people But the people thing shit. Is, is, we're white, right? Yes. We should be able to call out. When other people are doing it, it's kind of like, you know, you don't have the right to say that. Like, it's my mom. I could call my mom an idiot. You can't call my mom an idiot. Mm. You know, like... These are our people. We need to fucking, you know, they need to stop being dumb. We should be able, you know, to do it. But we want to try to stop racism. You can't be calling, you know, fucking white people Karens and shit. I'm not going around be like, damn, look at that Shaniqua. Oh, she's such a Shaniqua. You know what I mean? Like, you're like, oh, that's
1: racist. Yeah, it is. You're right. It sounds very racist to do that. I just wish they Karens would wear a mask. That's all. Just wear a mask. I don't care if her name's Karen or Shaniqua or Steve, Steve or. Starin or Starin. steve Niqua, yeah or steer steer right just wear, wear a goddamn mask please over your goddamn nose too over the nose Fuck. why flames 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 burning Th- these people their, they, they they i i literally saw somebody this is the uh, you know me i am not I know you a, yeah I've i know am not 27 a, years or something yes. like that yeah and I am not a person that loses my cool very easily, especially in public with strangers.
0: 36 years. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Uh, there was a person at a store around here mm-hmm. who not only was not wearing a mask. Medical issues. They had a mask mm-hmm. in their hand.
0: Yeah. They probably couldn't breathe, any- breathe anymore because of medical issues you know what medical issue they had the medical issue whatever their medical issue was if, if
1: their medical was, issues are that bad they should not be leaving the house they shouldn't be leaving the house until this thing's over no like, but because if you can't handle a mask you're really gonna have a hard time with coronavirus on
0: their freedoms okay it's their freedom to do it and plus they have medical issue
1: all right well i have a medical issue that i need to have my ass hanging out every time i go to the store so just, next time i go to that well, store I'll i was say- gonna, gonna pull my pants down in the back yeah and this guy my cheeks slapping all right. over the place
0: you need to air out your ass yeah yeah, and and sometimes they say, I have well,
1: ass ventilation issues.
0: Well, you should wear an ass mask. Is
1: that what call, I'm gonna call my pants that now. That's my ass mask. My ass mask. <laughs> my ass mask. Wear my ass mask. No, because I do. Like, I have a new office chair, and it's summer. There there's sweat issues. Yeah, right. It, my Put ass is like an incubator. Yeah, and and there's a lot of there's a lot of heat and sweat. Yeah, and I need when I go out in the public now. I just need to have my ass hanging out. Right. Like it's just it's a medical to, thing you,
0: it's you have to benjamin franklin air bath your ass yeah
1: yeah yeah so that's what i gotta do now right i'm not wearing my ass mask all right yeah no i have a medical issue that stops me right from, from wearing my ass mask. yeah i gotta pull my dick out
0: medical issue yeah you know what i mean mm-hmm. gotta air my dick so yeah. anyway well so i i said this i said this to somebody i said uh because i i i was on meet me mm-hmm. okay i'm shocked and uh There's this girl on there, and um, she was from Shenandoah, and I was like, "Oh, Mm -hmm. this girl,
1: oh look, Shenandoah, Pennsylvania." Like that is a uh, that is a uh, uh, town about what, like twenty minutes from here. Yeah. Also going to come up later in our story. Oh, really? Yes. So (coughs) she, um,
0: oh, I got a (laughs) tickle. Somebody brought the COVID. Um. So we're we're talking and uh we're talking about like oh yeah oh because I was saying I was taking I took the dog for a walk mm-hmm. and I saw all these people walking around and they didn't have um they didn't have their mask on.
1: What I will do and I I know I shouldn't do this is I'll keep it like under I'll I'll like pull it down so I can breathe a little bit better and then if I know I'm near people I'll pull it back up.
0: Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so she. By the way, am I coming in through both ears? Because I feel like I'm only. Yeah, I hear myself out of one ear.
1: Uh, yeah, I hear you fine, and, okay. and your levels are good. Okay, All right. I can stop and play back to make sure if you want. Yeah, let's do that. Just, just so we don't, we don't. Upon further review, you're sounding uh pretty good. Good. Okay. Pretty, pretty good. Okay.
0: Uh, in the meantime, while while we stopped and you were reviewing, my someone to the bathroom.
1: Yeah, so. we're not used to doing this before a live studio audience. Right. We have a dog, what? you know, yeah.
0: that's usually in here. The he still is the studio mascot. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a little different. It's fine, you know. It's fine and funky. But uh, yeah. So I'm saying to this lady, like, oh yeah, I see these people walking around, and she was like, I can't. I go, you can't what? And she's like, wear a mask. And I go, yeah, bullshit. And she's like, I can't, medical issues. I was like, ah, bullshit. And she's like, no, I can't. And she's like, and where I work, you know, we uh, we can't, we can't tell people to wear masks. I go, also bullshit. You just shut the door. You don't have to be all weird just shut the door and sit down um i was like you 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 don't uh you don't have to tell me that people don't have to wear masks she's like well the the company i work for um says that we can't force you know people to wear masks like we are told not to um not to tell like we're, we're told that right. if we see somebody come in and they're not wearing a mask we're told not to say anything to them right
1: it's like a retail
0: type thing. Uh, She works at dollar, uh, the dollar store, like some dollar store.
1: Okay. Well, this is where I saw the person just holding their mask. And I always like there is a dollar general. Maybe? Yeah. I mean, it's a dollar. General. Maybe it's dollar, dollar tree. tree, dollar yeah. family dollars, a billion of them. Yeah. Uh, Actually, those three mainly. And yeah, so th- what I said was happening is a, a, a dollar general. Would, like, you don't see a lot of mask wearing there.
0: It's it's bullshit. It's the you know I I've seen multiple like this one girl. She was like, I can't wear a mask because of a medical issue, and I was like, Oh yeah, what's your medical issue? She's like, I have panic attacks. I'm like, She probably shouldn't be out in public then.
1: Yeah, you know, she should
0: be really panicking over coronavirus because that could yeah. kill you. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, this is this is really you know it's really bad. Her and not only that, not, not only could it kill you, but you could spread it to other people and kill yeah. them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just like. People just don't want to. They want to whine about wearing a mask and they're, they're being selfish and they're, you know, my rights. It's my rights. Like, forget all that. My thing is, is with the people that say that they don't have to enforce it. I go, you don't have to enforce it. And she goes, no, I go, mm, I disagree with you. I was like, I'll tell you why you have to enforce it. Because one, the governor says you have to enforce it. Right. Uh, and the governor's saying, you know, you have to enforce it. Then it should be enforced. Now, the company, they should, by the way, we should all write to them. We should rat them out. You know how when you say
1: no snitching, snitch, <laughs> snitch. The company should also want to enforce it because they don't want to hear, hey, because word travels and be like, hey, you know, like 15 people got COVID from that Dollar General.
0: But the thing is, is nobody will know that they got it from the. That's true, because they you don't. Know, from, from the Dollar General. Um, unless somebody gets it, then they'll be like, I got it from the Dollar General. Right. It's like, well,
1: you didn't wear a mask. You fucking dope.
0: Well, um, the problem
1: is the mask is supposed to protect other people. Like, you wear a mask. Not just you but but, oh, you. but
0: but it's not good if you wear it for so long because you're breathing in carbon dioxide. How long are you going to be fucking in this Dollar General for? It doesn't matter. I wore it for 45 minutes and I was dying. No, you weren't. Did you ever see Sin Cara wrestle? wrestle? <laughs> Did you ever see fucking... Yeah, did you ever see Mexico? You ever see doctors that perform uh, perform perform surgeries? Perform surgeries? Irma Gerd,
1: for eleven hours. Speaking, like I- of, speaking of wrestlers and COVID, there was a mask ordinance vote in Knox County, Tennessee. I know, and Glenn Jacobs. And the one person that voted voted against making people wear masks was fucking Kane. It was
0: Kane the guy that wears a mask for? He wears a mask for a
1: living because he's a freedom guy. Yeah, he's a libertarian guy. He's a libertarian. Yeah. You have the right to get people sick. Yeah, you have the right to kill grandma. You yeah. have the right to be that's, that's where
0: you have to that's where you have to stop respecting politics when people say, well, no, I have to respect your opinion. No, you don't. It's bullshit. You do not have to respect people's opinion. If somebody says that my opinion is we shouldn't have to uh, be forced to wear masks outside, uh, then, you know, and it's for a uh, fucking health issue. You know, it's, it's right. health related or safety related. Mm-hmm. Then I don't respect your opinion. It's not this I, they're, they're looking at it as like, like, oh, we're under martial law. Oh, well,
1: there's also like, man, we and we know this. We know this firsthand. No matter what happens, the amosexuals, as we call you call them, yeah, will always tie it back to guns. Yeah, and we know this because we went to a thing uh, in in this town where the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania, John Fetterman, my personal friend, um, your personal friend, yeah, <laughs> we follow each other on Twitter. Yeah, uh, he's not my personal friend. But we do follow each other on Twitter. That's a shoot. That's a shoot. Um, and uh, his wife and I follow each other on Twitter too. So, all right, yeah, come on, you partner. very very close family friend. Yeah, very close family friend. Mm-hmm. Does he invite you over for dinner? No, he should. He doesn't know I exist.
0: He Except knows. For, he, yeah, we're first tweeting of all, back. We and met forth him. him yeah, we, we both. him. Yeah, we shook him his hand. We shook his hand. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But um, he, we, we went over. He, he was doing this listening tour. He stopped in every county in Pennsylvania to hear both sides of the issue on legalizing uh, adult use cannabis basically legal recreational marijuana. And how many people that were against this brought up guns during this thing? I don't know. Like a half dozen at least. Yeah. Like somehow legalizing marijuana is going to mess with their guns. I don't know how that works, but they tied it to guns. Because that's the only thing they can think about is gun, 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 gun. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that matters. If you're so into God, why are you into guns? I
0: love my God's my guns. Gun God country
1: as uh, as the old Bill Hicks joke went when he was talking about the Pope being in the uh, things was like what a great deal of faith just pray you don't need a gun yeah, pray, you pray exactly, for your safety
0: yeah God's there
1: God'll protect. yeah God'll protect you
0: uh God also says thou shalt not kill why you got a gun
1: yeah you know
0: it's not a weapon it's a
1: tool. Yeah, it's a tool to kill things. Yeah. That's what the tool is used for. Yeah. The, the,
0: that, the tool, the, the use of the just, tool is a weapon. No, it's there to, to go to practice, to target, you know, target practice. What are you practicing for? <laughs> you fucking idiot. So, yeah. Because they, they're, they're fucking bloodthirsty. Anybody that, that, look, I like guns to an extent, but I hate guns also. Right. I like guns because I watch movies and, you're, you know, it's like, oh, it's pretty cool. You get you get convinced. Mm-hmm. And then you realize when you step back, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, that can kill people. Yeah. And look what all these things do. Look, look, guns are the fucking reason why schools are locked down the way they're locked down. Yeah. When I was a kid, you could just walk into a fucking classroom. You know, mm-hmm. you walk into the school, you go up and see it like, you know, you see a kid's fucking class. Like, I haven't seen my oldest son's classroom since I took him to school. It was like first day of school. I think first grade. Yeah. Kindergarten? Okay, so it was kindergarten. He said. Did I not. Was I not there in first grade? No. You could say words. I dropped you off. Yeah. For first you grade. You dropped me off outside the but I remember we were inside. We are inside, like.
1: Come, cross- if you're going to talk, come closer to a microphone, bud. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it, it's. Yeah,
0: it, it was a while ago, but it was a whole, like, okay, you know, like, they, they weren't just like, when I was a kid, you just come up to the fucking, you know, to the classroom, you know, you talk to the teachers and shit. Not how things, you can't even just go into a school today. Yeah. You can't, you know, because of all these school shootings. You didn't hear of school shootings like that when I was a kid. Yeah, like, I was still in
1: high school when Columbine happened. Columbine, I was 99. And that is... 4, w- 420, 99. That was around the time these they had, like, security guards and... And things like that, yeah. and like there was like a security desk in the front, and for a while we weren't allowed to carry backpacks. Like yeah, to carry yeah, all your uh, books clear, around. It was a, uh, either carri- that be a clear
0: backpack, yeah, yeah. carried or uh, carried the books or put them in a clear uh, bag, yeah. yeah.
1: But the reason I brought up guns is because a lot of people are saying the mask law is just a thing. So like, if you have a face mask, you can't conceal carry. It's on your permit. Mm-hmm. And that's why they're doing it. They're doing it so people don't get a the coronavirus that's why there's there's no sinister plan it's not
0: it's not it, it's another they're, they're so paranoid like my ex would talk about like oh her dad like her dad was sharing this meme that was going around it was like this white van mm-hmm. that was coming around like you know obama's sending his white vans you know people still are talking about obama yeah the coronavirus. he hasn't been president for three years they're still talking about obama he doesn't do anything anymore there was a there he's, was this he's uh, a private citizen there was a thing i watched it was a video was at a trump rally and a dude's like, what I want to know is where Obama was during 9-11. Why was he sitting back? Why didn't he? And it's like, well, because he wasn't president.
1: <laughs> what, he was like a city councilman or just a lawyer in Chicago? In, in 2001?
0: Yeah. I don't know what he was in 2001.
1: It's like. Because uh, I knew about him by 04. 04 is when he got the big thing at the convention. The and everything convention. was running for Senate. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the thing with that, it's like even now, like it's. Yeah, they, they don't really go after Biden a whole lot. It's like mainly Obama and Hillary. Yeah. Like, because Joe Biden's actually doing something really smart where he's just kind of laying low. He's just kind of laying low and, and not giving him any ammo. Yeah.
0: Yeah, now you have this whole thing with like Kanye West is supposed to be. I don't running. think he's going to run. You don't think so? No. Well, first of all, like, there's a bunch of ballots he can't even get well, on. Well, if he does, he's, he's going to be splitting the ticket. I think I think it's a publicity stunt.
1: Oh, I think to it's help so. take, uh-huh.
0: To help get the blacks to take it away not necessarily vote for trump but to take it away from biden
1: yeah if he actually does wind up running I think it's, it, I it, think it is I, all I, a setup to get trump reelected. One, 100 i think that i think it's smart i
0: think it's smart because i think so many people are dumb because there are people that, are, that if he does run there are going to be people to vote for him because they're going to go i don't trust the old white dude
1: right who said if you don't vote for me
0: you ain't black right i don't trust him and i don't like trump right kanye is black and Kanye is like, ha, ha 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 I'm fucking doing this for my boy Trump, who you know, because Kanye wears mm-hmm. the fucking uh, "Make America Great Again" hat.
1: But he's saying like, like, I, from what you say, I think it's just a publicity thing. I don't think he's really gonna like try to get on ballots and shit like that. Like, where there'll be people who write in his name, yes, but I doubt it's gonna be that big. Uh but like you say, like there's a thing with him in an interview with Forbes, like you saying, yeah, this party's gonna be called the birthday party, and like all this shit, and it's like. Uh, I don't think it's going to be anything like and he's an anti-vaxxer. <laughs> like, there's all these other things where, like, you're like, oh, boy, because um, vaccines go again. Uh, he think he's saying, like, he thinks the covid vaccine is going to be use for, like, mind control or something. I forget exactly what he said. This is what we have. Th- this is what's happening. This is this what's is happening. what you- this is what happens when you say that everybody is entitled to their own opinion and you you act like that opinion deserves to be given merit, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to Some respect. Some opinions don't. You can you can yeah. have it, but you, we can also think you're stupid for having right.
0: it. Right. We don't. And if, Well, if you call it stupid, then you're. you're <laughs> uh, you have the right to an opinion. You have the right to I, be agreed with. I've always said this to people. When, when they talk about ad hominem, ad hominem, mm, mm, exterminate, exter, hate- ad hominem. This is why
1: I do not argue with Daleks.
0: That's what I should call those people. <laughs> fucking Daleks. <laughs> That's what they sound like. Anytime somebody you say something, you're a fucking idiot. You're like, no, oh, ad hominem. You're calling me you're, you're calling me an idiot, not the argument. How can I call an argument an idiot? <laughs> ad hominem.
1: I, I hate them. I hate these people. It should be ad hominem. It's a little more of a Dalek cadence. Not all of them. Yeah.
0: Sound like that. Some the the old... Dalek. Yeah, yeah. Some of them. I'd never like those ones, to be honest. Yeah. No. Whatever. Uh, semantics, son. Semantics!
1: Semantics!
0: I gotta get this Dalek out of here. Yeah. Uh, my thing is, I hate Kai the best.
1: And yeah, his, his whole thing is like, uh, it's all about Jesus. Jesus told him to run for president. It's all about the Bible That's what and it was. God. And- we're
0: talking about, we're talking about, um, uh, 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 sorry, I just whacked the shit out of this microphone thing. Um, respecting opinions. Yeah, like, if your opinion's fucking stupid, and I I say you're stupid, it's it's not like you win automatically because I said you're mm-hmm. fucking dumb.
1: This is why I don't get in a lot of arguments because I was really, like, when like, who's the argument judge? Like, because a lot of arguments don't really change anybody's mind.
0: I think they do. Like, I think they do. I think I think a lot of them are just stuck in there. When when you when you say when you automatically uh, say like, well, I'm not going to change my mind. You know, say what you want, but I'm not changing my mind. You're, you're, that's closed minded. And some people love, they're very comfortable being closed minded. The closed minded people are the religious type. Okay. They're the ones that are like, you can't sway me. You're not going to change my mind. It's, I believe what I believe. Mm-hmm. What do you believe? How what do you believe that based on? That's what you have. That, they're right. the questions you have to ask. What are you, what are you basing it on? What evidence do you have? Because evidence is the key thing here. No, I agree. Yeah. So, When somebody says like, well, you know, you're closed minded because you don't believe in a God and you're not willing to. And I said, no, 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 no. Not true. Not true at all. I am 100% open minded. I take into account a lot of things. But where's the evidence? Right. You know. I didn't go, oh, there's no God and there can't be a God. And if a God shows, I'm going to deny the God.
1: How would I, de- I I would need to have somebody else see the God too. If, if it was just me that saw the God, I would think I was crazy. If we you both say saw that God, all, you say that all the time. If we both saw God, I'd be like, okay, there's God. God's real. Right. If it was just me, especially if somebody else is in there like, no, I didn't see shit, I would think I was crazy. I think I had a brain tumor. Why? Cause what's more likely that God came and spoke to only me mm-hmm. or that something's wrong with my brain?
0: Maybe your brain's only special enough to see the God, and mine's not that powerful. My brain's not that special. How do you know? I, I know. How, no, no, no. You don't know. How do you know?
1: There's a great argument. How do you well, know? Well, I, what it, it, it comes down to what is more likely. It's more likely. No, no, no. no it's, how is that likely? We know mean? schizophrenia is a thing. Schizophrenia. We know the bra- schizophrenia. Uh, we know brain damage is a thing. Mm-hmm. I would think that's more likely than I'm the guy that how'd you the, get how'd you get uh, the brain damage. I don't know. You've never been maybe, diagnosed maybe with schizophrenia. Maybe Maybe, well, you have to show you show symptoms and then you get diagnosed.
0: Yeah, but that's but not... But, like, if I was in a
1: group of people and we all saw God, then I'd be like, okay. No, maybe
0: you can. I think you would have to have other signs, too, if it was other things. Like, you start seeing other things. But if you just see a God, that's not, like, enough to, to be like, yeah, this dude's fucking crazy. If if you're otherwise normal, mm-hmm. but that you just see a God, a God fucking speaks to you. Right. But otherwise, you don't see any other shit. You're not, like, you're just a, a normal, like, functioning person. But then all of a sudden, the God speaking to you, I'd be like, damn, there's a fucking God speaking to that guy. I'm the God guy. All right. He's the God guy. Yeah.
1: So anyway, speaking of stupid ideas, let's get back to Ashley Murphy. Oh, Ashley Murphy. You want to read the headline again? Uh thought we did this again woman dies an accidental shooting yeah uh boyfriend claimed, claims
0: she told him to click gun at her yeah, yeah, yeah. And then
1: we went in the whole like rant about guns and it's down a rabbit hole yeah ashley murphy 26 was shot by her boyfriend in late june and while an investigation is still ongoing police believe the shooting may have been accidental mm. the boyfriend who hasn't been named called 911 after the shooting he told authorities that Murphy had handed him the well, gun. I'm, g- I'm glad that he called after and not before. Yeah. I'm about to accidentally shoot my girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Send help. Hey, send help. <laughs> Quick. Uh, he told authorities that Murphy had handed him the gun, telling him that it was unloaded and asked him to click it at her. Mm-hmm. Quote, I did not mean to do this. The shooter says on the 911 call. He later added, quote, she asked me to. I didn't think it was loaded maybe check first white people shit uh the shooting happened at 2 40 a.m inside an rv the couple was occupying at the time mm-hmm. the shooter had been gone for several days and came to the rv to find the revolver on the nightstand he claims to have pulled the trigger once but nothing ha- happened and a second pull fired off what became the final shot so
0: he <laughs> he was accident accidentally shot her twice twice you know i'm sorry officer i i I accidentally shot her the first time. Nothing happened. The second time, something happened. Well, yeah. that's not accidentally shooting somebody, then right. sunshine. Now you're just clicking until something happens. Right. I clicked the gun at her. Nothing happened. But if the gun's completely empty, then nothing will happen. Maybe, maybe this is what happened. Maybe God put a bullet in there. Maybe. All right. Ready? You're
1: yeah. you're him. You're gonna. You're you're right. gonna you're 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 all right. Uh, fine. I'll, ask me to click a gun at you. All right. I need you to. No 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 no. no. But I need I'm gonna you. say no. Huh? I'm gonna say no, I'm not clicking a gun at you. No,
0: I need you to, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna do the motion of clicking a gun. Ready? Do it. Click, make the sound. Click. Boo. Click. Bam. That's boo. Oh. I boo. said boo. Boo makes the sound? Yeah. Boo. No, no, you say boo. Oh, oh. boo. There you go. Oh. And I was scared. Maybe, Maybe that's what happened. Maybe.
1: So anyway, the shooter did explain to police why Murphy had asked for him to click the gun at her. But the answer was redacted from the official report, and they seem to believe the guy. Like, I don't think any charges are being filed here for for some reason. I wouldn't believe
0: him. Yeah. Maybe they're like, oh, my problem with with police work is when you look at shit like that, they automatically go, no, he's too dumb to do that. It's like when people say, the government, they can't keep a secret. They're too dumb to do that.
1: You're gonna get a Dalek in here. <laughs> straw man! Straw man! Ad <laughs> hominem! So, anyway, yeah. I think it's time for a break. Hey, this
0: is Jackson Wells. You know me for Murder, my dude, but you may not know that I have a new nostalgia podcast. Talking Back is my new podcast where I'll talk about everything from bikes to trains to. Well, you get it. We're going to be talking classic toys, cartoons, wrestling, games, and more. And it's not just me. I'll have a new guest on each week to reminisce about their childhood favorites. Make sure to visit ProjectHumanoid.com to figure out more about guests, the premiere date, and other information. And follow Talking Back Pod on Instagram as well. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-B-A-C-K-P-O-D on Instagram.
1: So, a while back, we did an episode on the Lindbergh baby case. Yeah. Yeah, And there was a long while where the Bruno Hauptmann trial that happened after that was considered the trial of the century for the 20th century. This week's case, I think, may have made a late run and taken the title, though. Mm. This thing was everywhere. Mm -hmm. All the time. But before we talk about the Brown Goldman murders, let's talk about O.J. Simpson. Let's get off on that that scripted tangent I was talking about. We're going to be talking about the eagles. Yeah. The birds. Go back, Go Birds! The Philadelphia Eagles football franchise. A
0: G L E S Eagles.
1: Eagles! Uh, one of the three teams in the NFC that will probably not change Fly their name this Eagles. year. Um, so yeah. we're both Eagles fans. Yes, we're wearing our Eagles hats we're now. We both wearing Eagles hats. And O.J. Simpson, not a Jew, is indirectly responsible mm. for an infamous moment in Philadelphia Eagles history, at least partially. Mm. Let's go all the way back to 1968. Oh, what a horrible, what a horrible year, especially for the team. Yeah. In fact, the Eagles started the season a dismal 0 and 11 in 1968. Oh, okay. That the sounds- silver, the silver lining was that their awful record meant they had, at that point, the best chance at the first pick in the draft. Which, in this point, this is when the Who AFL was the coach
0: for them at this point.
1: Um, Joe Kuharik. Okay, we'll get to that too. And at this point, the AFL and the NFL were still two separate leagues. They were about to merge and become like the AFC, the NFC. They're about to become one league. Okay. But at this point, there's two different leagues. There's the AFL and the NFL, and they play in the Super Bowl every year. Because that's what the Super Bowl started as. It was supposed to be these two leagues are going to play together. And there's going to be one champion. Even though they're completely different leagues that don't have anything to do with one another otherwise.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that.
1: And then after a few years, the AFL merged with the NFL. Right. I think after like four or five years. And then... Like, even a bunch of NFL teams moved to the AF- AFC, they call- they renamed it. Like, the Steelers were an NFL team, the Browns were an NFL team. Uh, but anyway, the first pick in the NFL-, NFL draft, the worst record gets it, and the Eagles were 0-11. Everybody else had won at least one game at that point. And that first pick was sure to be the start running back for USC Heisman Trophy winner O.J. Simpson. Not a Jew. Who was a can't miss prospect? Everybody knew OJ was going to be a great player. Spoiler, he was. Yeah. But then the Eagles beat the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Dude, was was he like? Was he kind of like a ruthless player? No, uh, he it wasn't. Was, he wasn't like cutthroat. No, hmm. no, that was much later. They became like that. Hmm. He was actually known as like a more graceful runner. He wasn't a power runner. Like they said, he didn't like to really get tackled, so he would try to like be well. Maybe this way. He he was he was very hard to catch. He so that's tied as well. He was able to kind of escape from situations where he thought for sure they had him. Right, OJ got out of it.
0: Yeah, I wonder. Like, so so he was a what what position did he play? Running back. He was a running back. Yes. So he wasn't a wide receiver. No, because sometimes I think that like you know when you're catching like the gloves play a good you know play a big part in that.
1: Yeah, I mean he had good hands, but yeah, sometimes he would drop things like maybe did drop he, something around like somewhere.
0: Yeah, do you think maybe it was planet?
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. But uh, you know, he was a great running back. All-time great running back in, in college and in, in the NFL. The Eagles beat the Detroit Lions on Thanksgiving Day. And then the next week, they beat the New Orleans Saints. Or the next week, they beat the New Orleans Saints. So you just said, oh, you said day. Yeah, yeah the next week, they beat the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. So now, at this point, they had a slightly better record than the worst team in the AFL, which were the one-win Buffalo Bills. The Bills and the AFL ended their season one week before the NFL did. The Bills lost their last game in a, in a blowout to the Houston Oilers. And so that was December 7th. And that meant the Bills were locked into the first pick in the draft. They were getting OJ. The Eagles still had a game remaining the next weekend, but their chances at OJ were gone. And people were pissed. Because eventually they lost it and they were like, okay, it sucks that we're losing all these games. We're going to get OJ. It was like, remember Suck for Luck when Andrew Luck was yeah, coming yeah, out the draft? of course. Of it course. was fucking... It was fucking tank for oj but it was, it was it was o for oj loose, loose for juice yeah it was loose for juice. No, no. no not a jew no you no, said no, no it time. was
0: loose for juice oh because you know how people go to spell lose yeah but they spell it loose yeah so it was it was loose for juice right that's what they wrote back then
1: how about awful for a rental because his first name was really a rental hmm. no Mm-mm. not awful for that, that joke was awful for a rental yeah, it was mm. Uh so anyway their chances that um OJ uh were gone now. Maybe if he was a Jew it, you know lose for Jews. <laughs> lose for Jews. So the next week uh the next week is the final game for the Eagles season against the Minnesota Vikings. The te- like uh, like the the fans were a little happy like they might get OJ but now like we've had a miserable season we're not getting OJ. Everything sucks. Everything's bad. And but despite this, Eagles fans, if nothing else, are they show up? They're loyal. Even if they give the team shit, they're loyal. Mm -hmm. They don't like just say "fuck it," I'm not watching anymore. Right. So thousands of frustrated fans the next week braved a blizzard and still went to Franklin Field for that last game of the season against the Vikings. And when they got there, they found that the team didn't even bother to shovel the snow out of the seats. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, so now not only you have to go see a shitty team, you're not getting OJ, and your seat's full of snow. That's, that's fucked up. Man. And the angry crowd spent the first half repeating a chant that had grown more and more popular over the year, Joe Must Go. And that was a demand for the team to fire the hated head coach, Joe Kaharek, who was four years into a 15-year contract... That uh, was signed to get him away from Notre Dame. And that contract was offered by owner Jerry Woolman, who was from? Shenandoah. Yes, from Shenandoah, Pennsylvania. Hmm. His family owned like a uh, grocery, like almost like a food, like the uh, fruit and producing in Philly. Okay. Like a grocery supply thing. And yeah, he, uh, he was from Shenandoah. He moved to like Washington, D.C., got involved in like real estate and building management, things like that. Made a whole lot of money. And he owned the Eagles. Oh, shit. Yeah, and uh, so that day's halftime festivities included a special guest, Santa Claus. Wow, Santa. Uh, in this point, was actually Frank Olivo, who was a nineteen-year-old fan, who had a tradition where he would have it. Was it wear, Olivo? Is that how you spell it? Or I, pronounce I it? I believe so. Yeah, O L I V O. I believe it'd be Olivo. Oh, Olivo, maybe. Olivo. Olivo. Whatever. You sure it wasn't Olivio? No, it was. It was O L I V O. Okay. There was not an extra I in there.
0: Maybe they pronounce it that way anyway. Because maybe. Them. Who knows? They're from Philly. All right. We're just going to go with Frank
1: Frank was a 19 year old. Fa- Maybe it's Frank Francis. Uh, he was a 19 year old fan. Why did you have to say it like that? Why would you have to say Fra- Francis?
0: My, I did it with my brother George.
1: <laughs> Liberace was last week. Oh, well, yeah. Well, was his, his uh, friend. Yeah, his I actually
0: says. was watching a lot of Liberace shit last, last week. Yeah,
1: I love Liberace as a kid, dude. I don't remember him a lot. I think he was, like, kind of getting older and sicker by the time I was, like, of age. He died when I was seven. Yeah, they say he died yeah, of AIDS. So I would have been four, yeah. You know that? Did, did they? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Uh, all, they think they... That's the thing that is, like, it was most, Speculated. like... Speculated. It was... I... Yeah. It's because there was a the coroner, and then there was the, um... Did you say the corridor? Coroner. Oh. Uh, there was a coroner, and there was some somebody else, um... Whatever that there there was like a dispute. Oh, okay. Basically they think what it was is he had AIDS mm-hmm. and he just didn't want people to know that he had AIDS. Right. So it's like, all right, when you die, this is what you're gonna say. Yeah. Or when I die, rather, this is what you're gonna say. And um like when my uncle my uncle had AIDS, they told people that he died of uh cirrhosis of the liver.
1: Yeah. Like we were talking about with John Holmes last week, uh it got out, but people said he, he told people he had colon cancer mm. and he had AIDS.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a shameful thing, yeah. I guess, for people to you know to you know to say like, "I'm um, not dying of AIDS, I'm living with it."
1: Right, because he and like because he was never liberal. I mean, everybody knew, but he wasn't that really was openly Zamora. gay, right? Uh he was not openly gay, right? And and at that point in the <laughs> so '80s, AIDS was the, called. It was considered by a lot of people the gay disease. The gay disease, yeah, yeah, yeah. He died in like '87. It right. was like.
0: February, I think, of, like, 1987. Yeah, so I was three, so that's probably I don't really remember Oh, okay, that yeah, much. I was yeah. seven, and I loved Liberace as a kid, man. Well, February of 87, you were six.
1: You're right, yeah. So, yeah, so anyway, back to Frank Frank Olivo. Three months later, yeah.
0: I'm seven, so, I mean, why, yeah. why not just round? Sure.
1: Uh, so, Frank, w- he would do a thing at the end of every, every season, the last game of the year. He would come to the, it was always in December, so he would come to the stadium in this really shoddy Santa suit he had. And the guy who was supposed to be Santa at this game didn't show up because of the blizzard. So the team's like, hey, where's that fan that always comes dressed up as Santa? So he became the Santa. And there was a rumor that he was drunk. You would always hear that he was drunk. 19 years old in a bad Santa suit. Well, you were allowed to drink back then at night. And right? the, yeah. And the, these angry fans whose uh, seats weren't shoveled out, they just lost out on OJ, pelted Santa with snowballs. And Philadelphia Eagles fans have not heard the end of it for the last 52 fucking years. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we're still hearing about it. Yeah.
1: 52 That's years. why you threw snowballs at Santa and batteries. This happened five years after the Kennedy assassination. That's why you booed
0: Michael. Fuck. Who did they boo? Uh, Mike, they they Irving? cheered when Michael Irvin uh, che- it cheered. was right. injured.
1: Right. Yeah. And they booed Donovan McNabb. Okay. And they threw batteries at J.D. Drew. Mm. And they fired a flare gun across the field during the football. Maybe their asses. And they tip over porta potties. Okay. And they threw beer at the Vikings and they team. Ate bus. Fucking horse shit. Whatever. Yeah. It happens. Yeah.
0: Look, look, you you could find out a bunch of shit from Giants fans, fucking Vikings fans, Raiders fans. We could. There there are stories, but somehow the fucking you threw because it's Santa.
1: Yeah, because yeah. If
0: it was somebody else, if it two couple people, you can't. If if it was uh. If they the, Pope.
1: Threw- <laughs> if the uh-huh. Pope goes to a football game and you throw snowballs at the Pope, people are going to get mad. Jesus, the Pope. Yeah.
0: Fucking, uh, uh, Santa. Yeah.
1: Like, it's like if, 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 if they had a, if it was snowing in Dallas somehow, how angry would Eagles fans be if they threw snowballs at Nick Foles? Think of how mad they would be. And that's how mad people would be about Jesus and Santa and the Pope and all these things. Mm. So anyway, to wrap up this side tangent, the Bills drafted OJ, who went on to have a Hall of Fame career. The Eagles actually wound up with the third pick. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> it's still—it's just too good. Who whose joke was that? That was Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey. See, Chris Rock had it. Yeah. He had jokes. Oh, everybody had OJ jokes. Yeah. Back fucking then. Dana Carvey had great. He had a great OJ bit. That's like having a coronavirus joke now. Yeah. OJ was the coronavirus of his time. Except coronavirus has killed way more people. Way more. OJ may have killed no people. He was found well, not guilty. We don't know. We know. We know. We have an idea. We know. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, uh, the Eagles took Leroy Keyes, a running back from Purdue. Uh, Keyes was so bad at running back, they moved him to safety, and he only lasted on the team for three seasons. And immediately after, that was the third pick, the Steelers had the fourth pick, and they took Hall of Famer Mean Joe Green. So this is why the Eagles were bad. Yeah. Uh, So anyway, Joe Kaharik did go, as did Jerry Woolman. Jerry Woolman's uh, real estate business and his construction business took a downturn. So after that season, he sold the Eagles to trucking magnet Leonard Tos. And okay. he, he also sold his stake in the newly formed Philadelphia Flyers. Okay. So back to OJ. Yeah. Uh like we said, he had a Hall of Fame football career. For a while, he had the most rushing yards in a single season. Mm. And he did and he should he still has like the per game record. Yeah. Because very few um that's what they do that the joke you were doing. It was like uh Dana Carvey doing this very over the top like Asian accent. Like, uh, they're calling Japan, like, you want to frame OJ, but I really like OJ. But I really like OJ. Yeah. 2,000 yards, Buffalo Bills. He had 2,000 yards in a season back when they still did 14-game seasons, and anybody else has done it has done it in a 16-game season. That's mm-hmm. how good OJ was. Yeah. Um. So not only does he have this great career, he crosses over into stardom. He's doing movies. He's doing TV shows. He's doing commercials. People magazine in the 1970s declared him, quote, the first black athlete to become a bona fide lovable media superstar. He was great, man. Yeah, he, th- th- those, yeah the, I remember the commercials, and I remember the Naked Gun the Naked movies, Gun, yeah. Nordberg. Yeah. Nordberg, he was
0: fucking amazing as Nordberg. Yeah, so- first
1: and 10, do you remember First and 10? No. It was a show on HBO about a football team.
0: No, I but I remember him as Nordberg, and
1: so great, dude. I just mm-hmm. loved it, yeah. And uh, O.J. had gotten married in college before he entered the NFL. He and his wife, Marguerite, had three children. And after the 1977 NFL season, they were leaving Buffalo as an aging Simpson had been traded back to uh, closer to home. He was from the San Francisco area, and he got traded to play for the Niners. And it was easier for Simpson because he was spending more and more time in the offseason in Hollywood. Even while he was still playing football, he was acting. It was a lot like Jim Brown. And, and And Jim Brown retired early to get more into acting. But OJ was in things like Roots. He was in one of my mom's favorite movies ever, maybe her favorite movie ever, The Towering Inferno, mm-hmm. with Steve McQueen. Uh, the Naked Gun movies, although they came later when he retired, after he retired. Uh, but while he was in LA, one of OJ's favorite spots in the area was a club in Beverly Hills called The Daisy. And during one of OJ's trips there in 1977 uh, or 78, he grew smitten with a new waitress, 18 year old Nicole Brown. Nicole was born in what was then West Germany. Her father was a uh, American stationed there while well, in the Air Force. Her mother was a, a German citizen, a West German citizen, and so they married. And the Brown family moved to California, where Nicole attended school in Garden Grove. Did they take a trip to Garden Grove? And it smelled like Ludog inside the white Ford Bronco. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's no funky reggae party. Five dollars at the door. So anyway, the two embarked, and they. I, I feel like I'm saying so anyway so a lot sometimes. in this episode.
0: Who wrote my rhymes? I got all right. Go. Microwave, got the VCR.
1: You got With a deuce, deuce, deuce. deuce. Wasn't wasn't OJ Deuce Trace? Wasn't he number twenty? Was he a twenty-three? Was, was he number twenty-two? I, I think he was number twenty-three. Really? I believe so. It was it twenty-one? Now I got to look it up. I got to look it up. Please hold the show. Please entertain the people. I look this up. Oh, hey, hey, what's up? Is that entertaining yeah. enough? Just He's, to say yeah. hey
0: to somebody? Hey, 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 girl
1: oj simpson was number 32 i had to flip wow
0: 32
1: 32 Hmm. uh so oj and nicole embarked on a whirlwind romance with oj and his wife divorcing in 1979 nicole dropped out of community college and the two were soon living together actress kathy lee crosby a friend of oj's told the baltimore sun once quote it was a very passionate very volatile very obsessive relationship on both sides the two married much later in 1985. So they were dating for a while before they got married. And I think it was because that it was around the time Nicole got pregnant. Mm, okay. And there were many ups and downs along the way. OJ would kick Nicole out. She would go back to her parents' home. They'd get back together later. And around the time they married, OJ and Nicole had a daughter, Sydney, in 85. And they later had a son, or maybe it was 86. And they had a son, Justin, in 1988. There were several instances of domestic violence, though with the most prominent one being an incident in 1989 that led to Simpson pleading no contest to a spousal abuse charge. In February of 1992, the couple divorced. After a brief reconciliation, uh, shortly after that, they broke up again. On October 25th, 1993, Nicole Simpson called 911 saying OJ was going to, quote, beat the shit out of me. The responding officer on one of those earlier domestic calls in the 80s was future LAP detective Mark Furman. LAPD. Yeah. What did I say? LAPD? LAP. LAP? LAP? LAPD, yeah. It's a department. Yeah. We should just shorten it. LAP. We know it's the Los Angeles Police. Do we have to know it's a department? Right. What if it's a squadron? Yeah. Then we can call it LAPS. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of lapped, Mm. It'll be present tense. Yeah. And now, let's fast forward to the night of June 12th, (laughs) 1994. It was a fast forward, so... That afternoon, O.J. and Nicole were both at their daughter's middle school dance recital. When Nicole left, she went with the children and several other family members, not O.J., though, to a nearby restaurant called Mezzaluna, and then they stopped for ice cream at Ben & Jerry's before arriving home around 8 p.m. What did they stop for? Ben & Jerry's.
0: Uh, what what did they, they sell? Ice cream. Ice cream. Okay. It sounded like you said it differently. I don't know. Ice cream? Ice Ice cream. It sounded like you said ice cream.
1: Like ice it, cream. Ice cream, yeah. O.J. and his friend and house guest, Brian Cato Kalin, just hearing these names, like hearing Cato Kalin just brings back memories of a time for right, you. Right, yeah. If yeah. you were around in the 90s, you don't need to listen to episode because you remember everything about O.J. Yeah. Like, it was just everywhere. Yeah. It and can't... it was pre-internet. Like, now they, there's certain things you just can't escape because it's everywhere. Didn't Cato Kalin have, like, his own little, like, like in-law suite or something? Yeah, it was like a uh, guest house. Yeah. You know, mother-in-law suite, guest house, whatever yeah. you
0: call it mother-in-law house that's what they say that's what they call an in-law suite
1: and so they went to mcdonald's after the recital. well actually it was a little bit later around nine o'clock that night they went to mcdonald's a drug dealer known only as jr claims that he sold the pair a hundred dollars worth of crystal meth mm. they returned the simpsons house around 9 45 p.m. simpson was scheduled to take a limo to lax as he was flying to chicago that night he was actually going to chicago well um to meet with Executives from Hertz Rent a Car—they're going to play golf. They had a golf date oh, okay. because one of the things that O.J. would always do commercials for was Hertz Rent a Car. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Nicole's mother had left her eyeglasses at Mezaluna, and so she called the restaurant around 9:37 that night, and around 9:50 p.m., uh, Ronald Goldman, who was a waiter at Mezaluna and knew Nicole Simpson, uh, said he would drop the glasses off at her house because he knew where she lived. He'd borrowed her car a few times, and so around 10:15. That evening, Pablo Fenvis... I'm just going to guess on that name. Pablo Fenvis, we'll say. One of Nicole's neighbors heard a dog start to cry and bark constantly. Ten minutes later, back at OJ's house, limo driver Alan Park pulled up for a uh, the airport trip. He was supposed to get uh, taken to the uh, LA airport. Fifteen minutes after this, or thereabout, Park buzzed the intercom but got no answer. And around that time, Kato Kalen heard a few loud thumps on an outside wall of his guest house. At ten fifty five, Park called his boss, who told him to wait until about eleven fifteen, noted that Simpson has a habit of being late. Hey, you want OJ Simpson? Oh, you
0: know, two birds of a
1: feather. Around eleven o'clock, Park says he saw a a black person he thought uh it was very dark outside, so he didn't couldn't see exactly what they looked like. Um dark person with a dark complexion looked to be around six feet tall and two hundred pounds by his estimation, walking toward the house kato kalen having left the guest house to investigate the noises noticed park at the it gate It wouldn't
0: have been me though when i was a lot younger but uh at that time i was probably about 60 tall but i was
1: like 240 pounds okay so you had a little bit of size on the juice He would have been a fullback yeah. and so uh park buzzed the intercom uh and this time simpson answered and he said he'd overslept he just got out of the shower so by 11 15 simpson is on his way to the airport Meanwhile, Steven Schwab, another of Nicole's neighbors, was taking his dog on a late night walk. Who walks their dog at 11.15 at night?
0: A lot of people I Oh, do they?
1: Yeah. A lot of because, uh, you know, it's, it's cooler at night. Yeah, especially in L.A. in the summer, yeah. yeah. But apparently, cool. this was a cool, this was a uh, unsuitably cool night. Yeah, so yeah. maybe they,
0: maybe that's what it was. It's like, hey, I just want to really take advantage of this, you know? There's yeah. nobody else out. Nobody's going to stop me and, you know, notice me, because, you know. Yeah,
1: it's not a bad idea. You're, you're,
0: wor- you're winning me over to this idea.
1: And so Stephen is walking his dog. Just when know he, how it ends, by the way.
0: Just know what happens when you walk your dog at night.
1: Uh, he noticed Nicole's Akita. Nicole uh, Brown Simpson had an Akita. Uh, and Nicole's dog was wandering around with bloody paws. And despite the blood, the dog didn't seem injured. So it was kind of weird. Schwab then brought Nicole's dog to another neighbor who took the Akita for a walk. But the dog just pulled that neighbor to Nicole's uh, the courtyard of Nicole's condo. And that's where a shocking discovery was made. Nicole Brown Simpson was dead, face down and barefoot in the pull of her own blood, at the bottom of the stairs right by the open front door to the condo building. Uh, there were no signs of forced entry. Uh, despite the blood, the bottom of Nicole's feet were clean, so it seems like she had died there and hadn't walked there. Uh, the fatal wound was a deep slash of the throat, so deep that she was nearly decapitated. Uh, Ronald Goldman, the waiter who was there to return the glasses after a shift at Mezzaluna, was also found stabbed to death at the scene. Golden and Nicole have been acquaintances, as we said earlier, uh, but rumors are almost immediately around that they were a romantic couple, that they were involved together. People close to them insist that was not the case, that they were just friends. Mm-hmm. Um, with OJ now on his way to Well, sh- It's also. People will say that,
0: too, because it's like, well, if you admit that they were together, then. Then it almost seems like OJ has a, 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 a good motive. motive. Yeah. yeah. And it's like. No, you still don't. Y- you.
1: You, they're, they're divorced. You're no. still not allowed to kill your... I disagree. Okay, well... I disagree. We're going to have to agree to
0: disagree on All this right. one.
1: So police began to investigate, and uh, what they had done, they, they go to the crime scene. OJ and Nicole's children were in Nicole's condo when the murder happened, so they can't just leave them there alone. Uh, their guardian is dead, mm-hmm. and their, their other guardian is OJ Simpson, so they, they take the kids to the police station... And they're like, okay, well, we got to take the kids to their dad now. Like, we can't just... They can't sleep in the holding cell. Right. Uh, So they send three detectives, Tom Lang, who, by the way, had been a key investigator of the Wonderland murders we talked about last week. Okay. Philip Van Natter and Mark Furman were all sent to O.J.'s house to notify him of his wife's death. Police rang the buzzer at O.J.'s house for a half hour, but he was in the air heading for Chicago at the time. Others on the flight said they didn't notice any cuts or bruises on O.J.'s hands, but people who saw him the next day reported they had a few new-looking, uh new, newish looking cuts, like fresh cuts, on his left hand. Witnesses at the airport also recall seeing O.J. emptying a bag out into the garbage at LAX. And O.J. had put in four bags in the limo when he went to the airport, but he only had three bags on the flight with him. So, hmm. seems like he might have gotten rid of some things <laughs> while he was there. Hmm. What do we get rid of? Uh, noticing that O.J.'s white Ford Bronco was parked oddly and had blood on the handle, Furman jumped the gate because uh, he's thinking maybe O.J.'s hurt. Maybe O.J.'s in there hurt. Or some people think they think O.J.'s a guy and this is going to give him probable cause. Uh, so Furman jumps the gate and then lets the other two detectives in. DNA evidence wasn't as sophisticated now as it was then, but blood left by the killer at the crime scene was the same type as O.J.'s. It would match with about one in two hundred people. Where now when they do a blood match, it's like, yeah, this is, a safe, like, this is a one in like three billion match. There's probably nobody else alive with this DNA. Or no, maybe two people alive with this DNA. Uh, but this time, about one in two hundred. It was the same blood type. Hair consistent with OJ's was found on Ronald Goldman's shirt. A cap and a single bloody glove were found at the crime scene. The cap at the crime scene had hairs consistent with OJ's hair and fiber consistent with the carpet of OJ's infamous white Ford Bronco. Mm-hmm. Blood was also found in the Bronco and on the door handle. Once police entered Simpson's property, they found blood in the bronc- uh in the driveway. It just seems uh, so sloppy. In OJ's bedroom. It and and they found the matching glove. There was a bloody glove at the scene. They found the matching glove in OJ's bedroom. And the gloves were Aris Light XL brand. It was a brand that Cole had bought for OJ in nineteen ninety and one he had been seen wearing in the years that followed. So, OJ returned to LA the next day. Uh, he was briefly detained, he was questioned, and he, he lawyered up, obviously. <laughs> Cause it doesn't look good. Even if he didn't kill him, it doesn't look good. And he took on Robert Shapiro as his lead defense attorney. Uh, Shapiro would later, later, he was always involved, but he would later give up the lead, ch- uh, chair to Johnny Cochran. And OJ's squad of lawyers would eventually become known as the Dream Team. Now, you know, with that said, imagine, imagine OJ's fucking setup.
0: Some yeah. for some reason, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's all the fibers and all. And, and it's like, yeah, people got my shit. They got my gloves. They got my fucking, you know, my hat. They got all my shit. And, you know, this blood and they smeared it everywhere. You know,
1: they cut my hand. They cut my hand when I was. <laughs> they know. made me get rid of a bag at the airport. Uh, he probably just forgot it. You know?
0: It's uh, it's one of those. Yeah, he
1: definitely did it. But, you know. So on June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, we were talking about that thirty for thirty earlier. Yeah. Word came down that OJ was going to be arrested for murder, and he, at the time, he was at at the home of one of his dream team lawyers, Robert Kardashian. Yes, those Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, it's their dad. That's, and
0: he's he's the reason why we uh, have all Kim the bullshit that we have today.
1: Courtney and future first lady Kim Kardashian, maybe. Mm um so anyway robert kardashian uh is uh, oj's at his house when this word comes down and so oj and his close friend al cowlings uh slip out of the house and they take off in oj's white ford bronco leading to the infamous low speed chase we were talking about much earlier in this episode at the culmination of the the chase oj said yeah was in the back with like a gun to his head and they i think they went to either his house or nicole's house and there's like a standoff and a negotiation and everything uh, so after all this and goes on trial as we all know and as we said already a bunch OJ Simpson was found not guilty and after hearing all of the evidence we've gone through and all the things that are uh, like kind of pointing to OJ being responsible you may be wondering how the hell was he found not guilty we'll explore that question after this have you heard about the snark remark
0: shop well if you've listened to this podcast before then of course you have But let me tell you again. The Snark Remark is an Etsy shop offering buttons, lapel pins, magnets, vinyl decals, and more. The most popular item is the custom lapel pin with your face on it for $9.99. They even have digital protest signs you can download and print yourself in minutes. Well, who was in charge of such a fine establishment, you may ask? Well, that would be my pal Tate. She's been my go-to artist for years. She's reliable, easy to work with, and has a five-star average on Etsy to back it up. At promo code MMD10 for an additional 10% off, thesnarkremark.shop. Give snark, get laughs.
1: Hey, Anthony here from Tornado Tag Podcast. We cover everything from WWE, NXT, AEW, and also cover the local scene with shows like Outbreak, PPW, and much more. Tune in every Friday for news, our take on local shows, and a weekly topic Search IWEP Network. That's I-W-E-P Network on YouTube or your favorite podcast or music app. We'll see you then. Until then, support local wrestling. So if you're too young to have lived through the OJ trial, here's how his legal team got him acquitted. It basically came down to reasonable doubt. Maybe. Maybe. There's another theory we'll get to in a second. The defense relentlessly attacked the LAPD and the prosecution's experts. They successfully p- painted Mark Furman as a racist and they uh, kind of suggested he planted evidence on the scene like he was the one that hopped the fence and was in there first. Could he have theoretically planted a bloody glove in there and planted uh, stuff in the car and done all these things? He, uh Yeah, I guess so. That was the reasonable doubt. That was what they were kind of pinning it on. Uh They had OJ kind of Dead hand the glove when he tried to put it on. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. They, uh, they got crimin- criminalist Dennis Fung to admit to procedural errors in the crime lab. Furman had said under oath that he hadn't used the N word at all ever over the past 10 years, and then the defense had a tape of him doing just that. Mm. And so they, they kind of questioned him on that, And because if he says, well, no, I was lying, that's perjury, he could go to jail and you kind of throw everything out. Could even be a mistrial. Uh, He pled the fifth when they asked him about the tape. Pleaded. He pleaded the fifth. Yeah, plead is not a word. He pleaded the fifth uh, when asked about the contradiction. So maybe they did a good enough job to convince the jury that maybe there's a reasonable enough doubt that the LAPD was either incompetent and got the evidence wrong or that they set OJ up. And there were even things where one of the other cops, they had these mob informants said, yeah, they had it out for OJ. Like, so that they kind of made it look like, yeah, the, 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 the LAPD didn't even want to investigate this. They were just setting OJ up. Right. And so so maybe the jury believed that. Some theorize that there's another reason for the not guilty verdict. And it's something that doesn't get talked about a lot because people think, and I don't think it's true, that it's illegal to even talk about it. And that's something called jury nullification. Are you aware of what that is? Where outside you're not supposed to talk about the case. No, no, that would be oh. like uh jury tampering or Oh, really? Yeah, jury nullification or uh is the idea uh-huh. that no matter what evidence is against somebody that's on trial or no matter what um you know whatever things are around as a jury you can always just say I don't wa- I don't think he's guilty. And you don't if you the thing is if you go out and say jury f- nullification if you use those words First of all, if you ever want to get out of jury duty, that's those are the magic words. They'll, they'll send you home, um, and the, they'll say, "Well, no, you can't do that." But the thing is, you don't. You never go out and say, "I declare jury, jury null," because you just say, "No, I don't think he's guilty." And you can basically, even if you think somebody did it, you can basically say, "Nah, I don't think he's guilty." What do people want to say? Yes, you do think that. They can't tell you what you think. L- A lot of people who are against uh, drug laws, people who are, against, this is where I first heard of the concept. A lot of people who are against, like, the war on drugs will say, if you're ever on a trial where somebody's uh, on for, like, marijuana possession, I don't think he's guilty. Jury nullification. Mm. So some people think that the jury thought OJ was guilty, but they let him go anyway. Uh, And at the time, opinion on the trial was very sharply split among sharp racial lines. This is nineteen ninety-four when it happens, ninety five when the trial's going on. LA is still reeling from the riots that followed the Rodney King trial and the cops from that getting off. Uh, even one of the twelve jurors, uh I don't know which one, said that they believe that the verdict, um, particularly because this is a verdict that was delivered by a jury that was mostly black, eight of the twelve jury jurors are black, uh, was a reaction to the LAPD's history of racism and brutality and setting black people up. And it's like well, they're not going to do it again. Not on my watch. Even if they're really guilty. Even if they're really guilty. Right. Maybe they didn't think he was guilty. Maybe they thought it was well, being that, set up.
0: That's a, that, that, that is my, one of my issues with the black community. But is, that,
1: that what I just, that, that just kind of, like, that scenario just kind of hypothetically brought up. That is jury nullification.
0: All okay. right. But within the black community, that that is one thing that does bother me, you know, about the black community, is that they'll say, free anybody. Like, they murdered somebody. Free so, so-and-so, you know? Free little, you know, toes. Free little toes. Little toes just murdered, you know, seven children and raped a pigeon. I don't give a shit. Free little toes. Like, why Why free him? Because he's black? Like, that's not a good enough reason. Do we let somebody go simply because they're black? Well, white people did. That's where I'm like, ah. Shut you
1: do run into up. two wrongs to make a right territory, I think.
0: Yeah, but, you know. When, then when it's, you know, when you're, when you're told, again, I'm a white guy that deals, like, I see this stuff, you kind of sit back, you look at it from a different perspective, I see it as like, I, I'm i against racism from any fucking way, that's not racist, that's just, you know, saying, hey, this is wrong, it's, you know, holding people accountable, when, so, so it could be, because there's that mentality, like, I don't give a shit if OJ's fucking guilty or not, he's one of us, he ain't guilty.
1: Or it could have been something like, I don't trust the LAPD maybe oj didn't do it could be that
0: could be i don't give a shit i don't trust them because they're white and you know we know that the that it's right uh the justice system is obviously against black people but doesn't matter if you know oj did it or not right yeah i'm not finding him fucking guilty
1: and and, and to be clear i i i am More certain than any quote-unquote unsolved crime where we have these things that we know who did this one. I'm pretty sure OJ did. In my opinion, OJ did it. OJ. So anyway, uh, regardless of what the motive of the jury was or any of that, OJ was now free. Uh, He was found not guilty. By the way,
0: when that happened, you remember where you were?
1: Yes. Where were
0: you? School. Where? Let's come on. I don't want to get at lunch play at, it
1: 20 fucking questions. I was at lunch at Ashland Middle School in Glen Olden, Pennsylvania. And what happened? Darby Township, Pennsylvania. What happened? When when, it, when the verdict, did you watch it on TV? No, no. Somebody came in that had saw it in the office and said OJ was found innocent.
0: What did everybody do? I don't remember. We, so we watched it in math class, and they had the carts, mm-hmm. the cart with the TV on it. And it was me and a bunch of white kids and a bunch of black kids. And boy, did the black kids rejoice. And boy, did the white kids look like somebody just killed their mother?
1: Yeah, it was really sharply divided along racial lines. Yeah. I loved Nordberg, so I was really
0: happy OJ <laughs> was found not guilty, right? You know what I mean? Because I didn't. I was like, no, nah,
1: there's no way Nordberg did that. He was too fucking nice, right? Just, but then you look at it like, oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of evidence. Oh yeah. And even now, like time, time He's is kind of doing math. That was like, fuck this bitch. Well, we'll get, we we think we might even know what happened. Like okay. uh, we'll, we'll get there. Let's get there. But the the big thing too is that um opinion has kind of changed now. They, they keep doing polls every now and then about this. Whenever OJ comes up in the news, I'm sure they'll do it when he dies. Um now even uh in a, in a lot of polls recently a majority of black people think OJ did it. Well, because he fucking did it. <laughs> uh so OJ's free, but his legal fight's not over. We're going back to the 90s now. Uh, 90, this around 1996. By the way, I'm a character saying that.
0: I'm Jackson. I'm Jackson Wells.
1: New evidence emerged in the civil trial, because after this happened, uh, or while the trial was going on, the Goldman family and the, uh, Nicole Brown Simpsons family sued OJ for wrongful death. Uh, just because you, it's not double jeopardy. He, he can't be tried again criminally, but he can be tried civilly. And during the civil trial, civil trials have a lower burden of proof. Ah, uh, this one wasn't as big with sideshow. There weren't cameras allowed in the courtroom. That's one thing we didn't bring up. The O.J. trial—if you weren't around in the nineties, don't remember—it was on every channel every day. It made Court TV's name. It took soap operas off the air. Soap opera fans were pissed because every day the O.J. trial was on Monday through Friday. Um, it was kind of like the way I saw it was like how
0: we we would watch wrestling and it would get preempted for the fucking dog show or the U.S. Or open tennis. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, "Where's my wrestling?" I'm missing wrestling this week for fucking
1: a dog show? I got so mad at that damn dog show. I hated it. I hated the dog show.
0: Tennis, I didn't mind that much. I hated
1: tennis too. You took my wrestling. I I think that's why why to this day I'm not a big tennis fan. That's probably why. They fucking took my wrestling. Makes sense. They took my goddamn wrestling. I I hate dog shows. That's
0: probably why I I never watched Best in Show. I did like that movie. By the way, RIP. Fred Willard. Fred Willard.
1: So, uh, during the civil trial, there's a new piece of evidence, too. Uh, and they didn't really use this in the criminal trial because they didn't have enough to cross-reference it. O.J., um, they had photos that had come out from before the murders of O.J. wearing a pair of Bruno Mali shoes. Shoes that the Solza uh, matched a bloody footprint found at the crime scene. O.J. denied owning them. He said at the trial, I'd never wear those ugly-ass shoes. But then they had photos of OJ wearing Bruno Molly shoes. Uh, only 200 pairs of these shoes were ever shipped for sale in the United States in OJ's shoe size. And, uh, so there's a lot of evidence that OJ owned one of those pairs. And somebody wearing size 12 Bruno Molly shoes was at the crime scene because they stepped in blood. Oh, uh, you're saying OJ's name wrong. Oh. Jay? No, you said somebody. Oh. Okay, I got you. Uh, the civil trial was much different than the criminal trial, as we said, and so was the result. OJ was found liable for the deaths of Brown and Goldman, and the total judgment against him exceeded $45 million. Uh, it was about, um. I That's think it was, a
0: lot of gold, man!
1: Yeah, a lot of it to the Goldmans, a lot to the estate, which actually went to OJ's kids. And I think it was put in, like, a trust until they, uh, were of age. And, uh, in, 2000, in 2006, so we're going way forward here. It was announced that Simpson was going to be releasing a book. It was going to be called If I Did It, Here's How It Happened. Simpson later claimed to have nothing to do with this book, which was ghostwritten by author and Nicole's neighbor, uh Pablo Fenvis, who oh, was there's that name again. The guy who heard the the uh the dog barking, yeah. yeah. He was a writer and he uh ghostwrote this book. OJ says that um Pablo Fenvis says like I had a lot of conversations with OJ and that we wrote like like a ghostwriter would do. Like, if a celebrity writes a book and there's a ghostwriter, they just basically talk to the writer for hours and hours and hours, and then the writer takes those conversations and makes a book. Uh OJ said that's not what happened here, that he had nothing to do with this other than that they paid him 600 grand to not say that he didn't write it. And so, with OJ still owing the Goldman family quite a bit of money from that civil judgment, because he had a pension they couldn't touch, like, he... Basically, they they sold like a few of his trophies and things like that, some property, but they had a lot of things he couldn't touch. He even moved to Florida, which is one of the places where they they don't go after you for like civil judgments. Which is probably why a lot of fucking crazy people live in Florida. um no, probably No, probably it's yeah, well that and there's a lot of people go there because there's no state sales t- or state income tax. There is state sales tax, but there's no state income tax. So a lot of athletes like playing there. Uh, so with OJ still owing the Goldman family quite a bit of money from the civil judgment, the Goldman sued, and they were granted the rights to the book, which they retitled, If I Did It, Confessions of the Killer, instead of Here's How It Happened. And if you've ever seen the cover of this, it's, I did it, or in, is in big letters, and then in very small white type inside the I is the if.
0: So oh basically, God. if you look at it
1: quick, just look at it said, I did, did it. it. Yeah.
0: And then it's like... I remember, I do remember it being, like, republished. or reti- you know, Yeah, reti-
1: and, and then uh, there's actually a forward in the book by Fred Goldman, Ron Goldman's father. It's like, yeah. he did it. That's the name of his forward, he did it. And so Simpson, in the book, goes through a hypothetical retelling of the moments leading up to the murders. In the book, Simpson expresses outrage over Nicole openly flirting with other men in front of their children. Keep in mind they're divorced, but I guess he still had felt like he owned her or was pos- he was still very possessive of her he didn't like the, yeah, this happening of the children the, the, you know their divorce doesn't mean anything
0: to you know people that you've never been in a relationship I'm not trying to throw you under the bus like that you've never been in a relationship you don't know what it's like to have somebody you know do that to you and it's it's, it's extremely hurtful and you know it does like women can make men want to fucking kill people Yes, they are divorced, you know, but he's still obviously crazy. Now, what he's right. doing, I'm not saying what he's doing is right. I'm just saying, try to put you in the, you know, in the, right. the mental state. No, I understand the process. It's, it's really. I don't
1: agree with the process, but I understand It's it. a
0: really fucking, I've wanted to murder. I've been cheated on before, and I wanted to murder, not, the, not the, the girl that cheated on me, but the dude she was with. I did. I wanted to fucking kill him. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kill him. You know, but but you got to stop because you're you're in,
1: it's like, you know, it's that rage. You you see blood. Mm-hmm. And that that's kind of what happened here. Uh, Simpson claims that uh, he just had it in his head at this night that, that Nicole was the enemy. Maybe he was doing meth. We don't know. He doesn't say anything about that in the book, I don't think. But there's that one meth dealer that said that he, he bought, OJ bought meth that night. Um, he claims he went over to Nicole's condo to scare her, not kill her. Uh and then he gets there he's wearing the the cap he's got a knife um and while he's there here comes Ron Goldman with the uh with the glasses and he's like who the hell is this guy and Nicole's like no 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 he's a waiter at the restaurant we were at he's just here to return the glasses and that's all well and good until like we said earlier Goldman and Nicole were kind of friends Nicole's dog runs up to him and Akita's are wolf, Akitas are usually mean ass dogs. Generally, like they say that about it's all about the dog. Like, but they're they're good watchdogs. We'll put it that way. And this dog just very kindly came up to Ron Goldman. So OJ's like, you know him, like you're you're with him, like he's it's in his head, like you're fucking this guy. Right, like, yeah, this,
0: this dog should be, you know, standoffish to everybody, but he's right. coming up to you, so he knows who the fuck you
1: are. Right, so Simpson claims at this point, Nicole charged at him, quote, like a banshee, uh, but she fell and hit her head on the concrete. Uh, Goldman then entered a, quote, karate stance, uh, and from there, OJ said he grabbed the knife, and this is the exact line from the book. After he said he grabbed the knife, he said, you know, I had no conscious memory of doing that, but obviously I must have because they found the glove there. Uh, Simpson also said they had a friend, Charlie, there, uh, who handed him the knife, but then tried to stop him from murdering Nicole and Ron. Some believe that Charlie might have been, like, a literary device that was there to explain O.J.'s inner struggle. There's other ideas, like, there's a bunch of theories about it, like, uh, it could have been a friend. Some people think O.J.'s oldest son from his first marriage helped. I I heard that. Yeah. yeah. His son, uh, Jason. Yeah. Uh, So nobody knows for sure. Uh, But there's a lot of evidence that O.J. probably killed him uh so but he, he didn't go to jail for that but he did go to jail at other time in 2007 the year after that whole book fracas yeah i remember this this is the year uh, my oldest is born oh, yeah that year O.J. and a group of other men allegedly busted into a room at palace station hotel casino in las vegas by the way owned by the people used to own ufc I the fertita brothers happened
0: before that i thought it was now it's 2007
1: was it because i thought because I remember I remember hearing about that. It might have been early 2007. It was 2007. Uh, and they went into a room that was uh, being rented by a sport, sports memorabilia dealer named Bruce Fromong, who was a friend of OJ's. And they were basically setting up a guy in the room, Alfred Beardsley. Beardsley was a memorabilia dealer who ha- he was trying to sell a bunch of OJ Simpson stuff that Simpson thought was stolen from him. Simpson and his associates uh, uh, just got all the materials together, they put them all in a pillowcase, and they left the room. And Michael McClinton, who was one of the people with O.J., Alfred Beardsley said he pulled a gun on him. And there's, like, audio recordings of this, and, like, basically, like, you can't leave, don't leave, and they robbed the guy. But O.J.'s whole thing was, I robbed them, but I was taking my stuff back. Right, uh, and right, Simpson right. denied that here anyone else had a gun, but he admitted to taking everything. And ultimately, he was convicted of several charges, including kidnapping and robbery. He was sentenced to nine to thirty-three years in prison, and he was paroled after nine years. They they let him go because he had turned seventy. He got out in twenty seventeen. So yeah, he's out now. He's actually on Twitter. <laughs> he uh he'll put post videos of him like talking about stuff going on in the world while he's golfing.
0: Is he a fan of Trump?
1: I don't think so. I don't know. I I know he was uh like basically when the the, the, uh, all the unrest after the George Floyd killing happened. He's like, man, we gotta settle down. We gotta, you know, find a way to heal. And it's like, wow, OJ's telling us to chill out. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It's pretty
0: bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad.
1: But you know what's not bad?
0: This week in murder. Oh, wait, we already did that. Uh, yeah. who died the worst? That's
1: right. Yeah. Hit it. It's time for another game of Who Died oh, God. the Worst? Yeah, that's right, everybody. It's your favorite game in mine.
0: Not Jackson Wells, though. It's 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 my I love it so much that I call it This Week in Murder all the time.
1: It's who died the worst though. Yeah, it's not who it. died the funniest. It's uh, not who died the first. The name of the game is Who Died the Worst. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but last Oh you did. So. You probably did know this, but this- Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about the name of the show. I uh,
1: did. Well, apparently you didn't. Um but this past weekend was the fourth of July weekend. Yeah. I did and, know that. No, I did. I know that. Yeah. I know
0: that. Yeah. And so I figured. I bought a calendar.
1: With this weekend, um, we would do like a 4th of July themed Who Died the Worst? Oh. So these are all like, what, 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 what things do you do with uh, 4th of shoot July? shoot
0: fireworks and kill
1: people. Yeah. And you, you, you maybe do a barbecue. Mm-hmm. You're around a lot of people. So, so let's look at ways you could die the worst that are related to 4th of July. COVID. Death number one. A California man, and this happened before the 4th of July, uh, who attended a barbecue with friends, shared an emotional letter one day before he died of coronavirus. Oh, shit. In which he expressed regret over breaking social distancing guidelines, and he encouraged people to wear masks.
0: Now, here's the thing. I don't know what these are. Mm -hmm. I never see them. It's not on the screen. It is
1: on my phone. I read these off my phone. We have
0: all the notes uh, for the show. We have the show notes on the screen, except for... Who died the worst? I don't know any of the shit. I don't get bullet points. I don't get anything about... I don't get names, nothing. I know nothing about who died the worst.
1: So, yeah. So, this guy, Thomas Macias, he was a 51-year-old... Uh, I believe he was a truck driver. Uh, he had diabetes, which is one of the biggest uh, risk factors in, yeah. in, uh, in uh, severe complications with COVID-19 is having diabetes. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, yeah, he went to a barbecue with friends, found out he had coronavirus, so he puts this big warning out on social media, wear a mask. Uh, socially distancing. His, his thing was, uh, I effed up and went out a couple of weeks ago and I contracted the coronavirus. Because of my stupidity, I put my mom and sisters and my family's health in jeopardy. This has been a very painful experience. This is no joke. If you have to go out, wear a mask and practice social distancing, don't be a fucking idiot like me. Hopefully, with God's help, I'll be able to survive this. He died the day after he posted it. So that's death number one. Uh, death number one is... You go to a barbecue. What happened was, what
0: happened was. He didn't pray hard enough? The government saw that he posted that and they were like, well, look, coronavirus isn't real. We just need to come in and kill him. So, you
1: know, we think it's real so we can take the gun. the government is the one that's not doing shit about it. Oh, huh. I wish the government would do more for it. Well, it's because
0: it's not real. You got to understand. Mm, I'm pretty sure it's real. It's not. It hasn't killed anybody. It's It's a hoax. It's killed hundreds it's of thousands of Americans. I've been told it was a hoax by people online. What do you do with people? If all right, hypothetical.
1: Mm-hmm. I think at, at this point, right now, yes, right now, knowing what we know, if you think yes. the coronavirus is a hoax, you are. There is no helping you. I right. I think you are beyond help. Okay, what you somebody talks to you mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, nah, it's a it's a hoax,
0: man. It's it's not real. The government's, you know." They're just doing this to try to keep, you know, the sheep in order and, like, they want you to wear masks because, you know, all this martial law shit. It's not fucking real. You don't know anybody that where's, has a martial law for slowly rolling out, forcing people
1: to wear masks. And then we eventually... had National Guard in cities. That was the perfect time to get martial law going. And then they all left after the riots stopped.
0: Right. Um. But somebody, you know, meet me was like,
1: OK, yeah, they're they're probably wrong. No, they are wrong.
0: Not probably. They are, but <laughs> no. I, I genuinely think if you. What do you do though this- in that situation yeah. where somebody is like, "No, it's fake." I don't talk to that person anymore. Do you stop talking to that person? Yeah, yeah.
1: Or at least about that. Like I would tune them out anytime they're talking about that mm-hmm. shit, yeah. and I would
0: seriously consider not talking to them anymore.
1: Right. That's how I am with
0: people with God. When they start talking to me about God, I'm like, "No, I don't
1: want to talk." To you. Like when you get into like the coronavirus is hoax, and like I, I said this before, it's the teacher and Charlie Brown. All of a sudden, everything you're saying is going waan 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 yeah Yeah. So that's death number one. Death number one is. Well uh, no, it's because
0: you don't you don't understand it, man. No, I understand it. No you, get, no, you don't,
1: man. You don't get it. Uh, death number one is uh, contracting COVID nineteen at a barbecue. Right. That's not the only bad thing that could happen
0: at a barbecue. By the though. way, by the way, this uh, Saturday mm-hmm. is UFC thing. At Tony, is going? I don't think so. No, see, I'm a little scared again, and I'm uh, I'm being smart. and I'm staying away from from all that shit. You know, yeah. I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be, you know, stupid because I don't know how stupid other people are being. Right. Because I could wear a mask. I could go there. I could wear a mask. I don't know how dumb other people are being, and people think it's funny. Nah, dude, it's fine. Nah, no, nah, man, no. Nah, it's just, you know, it's just a few of us. Okay, but then all it takes is one. Yeah.
1: I don't know what they're doing. You know. So okay. So other bad things can happen with barbecues too. Death number two uh, was a man who worked at a uh, church in indiana he was a volunteer for a church he didn't work there he was a volunteer for a church in indiana uh he was helping to prepare for the uh ministry kickoff uh they were doing a big party there Oh, the band ministry was coming to no, no 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 they're like they were kicking off like a thing an event for the ministry like a big outdoor party
0: would would it be great if they said that and then they had the band ministry show up
1: <laughs> that would be great uh so the guy uh this guy... His last name is Grip. I didn't take down his first name. I think it's Larry. I for some reason, i would say it was Larry Grip. I could be wrong, though. Uh, but Mr. Grip, uh, he fired up the grill. Okay. And then he went to get the uh, the, the, the flame up, and... Ba-boom! It, bo- it exploded. Well, the inside of the grill exploded. And it, like, the little door where they had the house, the propane tank, on some grills? Yeah. That exploded and hit him in the head, and that's what killed him. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so... So for some reason, yeah, there was some gas spilled up in the in the actual base of the grill, mm-hmm. and it made the door explode, and it exploded right into uh, Mister Grip's head. Freak accident, yeah, yeah. Death number two is freak accident by barbecue grill. Death number three. We talked about fireworks earlier. This is a hot off the presses one. I'm going to read it straight from uh, ABC 7 News in Washington D.C., uh, and this is uh, this is from this weekend. Metropolitan Police released details Sunday afternoon about a man who died. So this this is this weekend murder. Yes, this well, this one oh, is this weekend this weekend week week death. Yeah, this weekend death. He murdered himself. Um, he was it's about a man who died in a fireworks accident. Investigators have identified the victim as 33-year-old Jose Tony Alvarez Umenzor of Northwest Washington, uh, the Northwest area of Washington D.C. Umanzor was holding a commercially made mortar firework above his head when the base of the object ignited downward after it, or, after it exploded. What a fucking idiot.
0: At le- what a fucking
1: idiot. At 11 p.m. Friday, police responded to the 800 block of Jefferson Hey, guess Street. who I don't feel bad for? To- Jose Tony
0: Alvarez. Yeah, Jose Umanzor. Tony. Not going to his party this week either. I don't think he's going to have one. He's so, dead now. That's why.
1: And so they found him unconscious with trauma to his body. And he was taken to a local hospital where he
0: died. Now, listen, we we always say how we don't make fun of the the victims or anything, you know. But look, in a case like this, in a case like this, Mm -hmm. you're a fucking idiot. You're a fucking idiot. You're doing dumb shit. It's like, I don't feel too bad for people to go bungee jumping or skydiving when they die. Right. You're putting yourself at risk. It's not this. Well, you can die every day.
1: Go out of the car. You can get a car accident. It's not the same. It's very hard to die from talking to a microphone, which is what I'm doing right now. There's no thing where, like, okay, if if I do this wrong, or if my instructor, whoever set this up, did it wrong, I could die. I mean, the microphone could pay, maybe fall on me. And it, you could, like, light, lightning could
0: hit that, you know, and yeah. the, you could get shocked that way. Remember that? Well, that's why I have you sit closer to the window. <clears throat> no, it doesn't matter about sitting close to the window. Oh. Remember the time that the person was on their computer?
1: I heard about it, yeah.
0: Yeah, and they got shocked. They got a fucking, you know, the the lightning hit the house and, yeah which is very crazy but freak
1: taxes. yeah so anyway death number one yeah is the gentleman who uh went to a barbecue and contracted COVID 19 okay death number two is the gentleman who uh was grilling up for his church and there was an explosion and it uh it caused trauma that killed him right death number three is a guy who shot off a firework over his head mm-hmm. i ask you jackson wells who died the worst? So I'm eliminating right off the bat idiot number three. Right.
0: Right off the bat. Had Fuck a that feeling. guy. You're gone. You're gone, son. Um, <clears throat> My winner is number two.
1: The, the the church guy? The church guy. He's the guy who I, I feel was taking the least risk. Right.
0: You say, that's exactly why he's number two. That's why it's the worst. Yeah. Because... First of all, it's bad anyway. Yeah, you know, you get hit with a fucking door. It's the least you, you don't. Nobody I, ever. I mean, COVID is probably more of a slow and painful but, death. But we know about it. Yeah, we know about it. And, and he, this guy died when?
1: Uh I don't know the 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 girl guy or the COVID no, guy. The COVID guy. a uh,
0: couple weeks. A couple weeks ago. Okay, we've known about COVID for a few months. Mm-hmm. Okay,
1: he even said stopped I was stupid. Yeah.
0: People, t- right? He knew he was stupid. He knew he was stupid when he was being stupid. He thought, you know, oh, it's fine that's you know what i mean like it is very much a play stupid games win stupid prize and same. i did it too we all did it we all fuck with, we went out i went out on my birthday yeah. i could have got sick yeah you know i stopped and i go you know what good thing i fucking didn't i don't care about my my fucking summer this year yeah i don't care i care about my health and my kids health. you know my friends and family like i care about you guys i care about everybody being fucking healthy we can go without 2020 yeah, 2020 can be boring. We can make our own fucking fun. No, man, I need my beach. I need my restaurants. Nice. No, you don't. You it's need your fucking help. The beach. You're not it's gonna where, have
1: where water meets land.
0: You're not gonna have that anymore if you fucking get sick and die, or if you get other people get you know get sick and they fucking die. They're not gonna be able to have the beach. Hey, maybe this shit, you know, will be fucking fixed somewhat by next year. One would hope. 2021.
1: I mean, I, I was reading more about like the vaccines they're working on and stuff. Like, they think it's probably gonna be closer to a flu vaccine where like the flu shot doesn't guarantee you're not going to get the flu. Right. Uh, it gives like a 40% chance probably of not getting the flu. It, it, it takes care of the three main strains. Right. Uh, and then so...
0: there's sub, sub strains.
1: Yeah. They think it's going to be closer to like a flu shot than a polio shot as far as like uh, the chances of you actually getting what you got the vaccine for. And they're working on therapies now, which is good. They're working on, like, um, uh, they're working on therapies for, for like, um, plasma therapies and things like that. And, and, and they're getting there. And, and, and just generally, like, viruses like this tend to get less and less powerful as it goes on. Um, so there, there's some bright spots. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully by this time next year, we're almost back to normal, I would say. Here's hoping. So
0: yeah, so number two is the winner, just because it was the least. You know, it was a dumb. Everybody does. You know, no. Know- yeah, you could look. Oh, that might explode. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that that at some point was in the back of his mind, but you don't really think that that's going to happen. You know, people are dying of COVID all the time. You don't see these like oh, all these uh, doors are flying off, hitting people in the yeah, head right. with this, or else people they wouldn't be doing it. Right. If you know if, if they knew that that was a big risk, now you know who would have been driving in a car. Dude, it's transportation, you know? It is It is risky. Yeah. It's very risky, you know?
1: But I Ideally, if you like, like I was reading the guidelines for like ride shares, like people who would take like Ubers and stuff, they mm-hmm. have to rely on that to maybe get to work or whatever. Yeah. They're like, yeah, uh, well, you should wear a mask. Your driver should be wearing a mask. You should probably take some kind of hand sanitizer with you. Yeah. Uh, use it before and after you get in the car. Uh, you should sit in, the, you should go alone.
0: Oh, the, the worst is the you people. You should
1: sit in the, backs, the back passenger seat so you have as much physical distance as possible roll the window down yeah window. yeah more circulation more ventilation yeah people
0: don't take it seriously and they're and they're you know they're not very respectful to other people
1: right you know if
0: you're an uber driver fucking wear a mask and, and make sure the window's well
1: uber clean. i think is making their drivers wear masks. like if you but, get but you're saying you're making, not they're gonna kick you off uber
0: but if you get caught
1: yeah if, if, if to, somebody it, reports if, you yeah if somebody that.
0: reports you you know what i mean like but yeah i have to have re- proof you can report anybody yeah, like, take a
1: picture of your phone yeah like, yeah, This guy pulled my Uber without a mask. Yeah, well, let me say,
0: I would because if I was working for Uber, I would I I would need to see evidence that you you know. Oh yeah, you yeah, was. yeah, of course, of course. You know. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, as always, we like to plug our social media. Uh, murdermydude at gmail.com. if you want to email us. Uh, we're at ProjectHumanoid.com. Um, yeah, at murdermydude in
1: pretty much every uh, every site except for Facebook. It's at podcast with dude. But if you look up murder my dude, you'll find it.
0: Uh, we have merchandise on, uh, projecthumanoid.com. Merchandising.
1: Merchandising.
0: Uh, as a matter of fact, I believe we just sold a t-shirt and a mug. Very nice. Yeah. It's been slow. I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, break down the fourth wall here. Uh, our, our, our sales have been a little slow. And in these, you know, times, this is a good time for you guys to, you know, if you listen to the show, you like the show. Um, support. Look, even if you don't like me, BP over here, he's a, he's a solid guy
1: i'm a jam up guy
0: yeah he's a jam up guy who are you to dealt lbpo that's right uh why don't you buy a shirt and support us you know buy a buy a mug buy a pillow buy a throw pillow
1: hon. Huh? there you go
0: yeah. throw pillow buy a pillow hey,
1: it's uh, gonna be getting colder in about three or four months buy a hoodie
0: i'm actually gonna start putting up hats on the site i'm gonna redo that i know i keep talking about it it'll happen Maybe, maybe if you guys buy enough stuff, I could buy a new computer. Yeah, there you go, and have a new computer to add stuff, and then I'll, and well, it'll be chock full of you know goodies. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, I, I would appreciate it if you guys could buy something. It's you know it's hard times right now, as Dusty would say.
1: Yeah. You know? And these hard time blues. So, so that's pretty much everything. That's all I got to say about that. Well, I have one last thing to say, and that's we will see you next week with more murder. My dude. I got it. Throw it away for OJ.